We spoke about the fact that the various levels of a person's neshama connected to each other, they pull each other with him. The tzaddik can lift his neshama with his body, with his ruach, his nefesh, because they're all connected to each other. And therefore he says, This is Batsma Chasla Vashem, that he attaches all the different halakhim of a person to each other. Because it's there in order to reward us. Each of these three stages, which means his nefesh, his ruach, and his neshama, connects one on top of it. That way a person is completely connected, and therefore he can go up. The Taras live with our all the levels of the person. Just like a person's neshama, which is connected to Hashem, like we said before, is going to go back up again. A person can connect to Hashem as well. How? Because his nefesh is connected to his ruach, his ruach is connected to his neshama, and therefore, just like the neshama will go back up to Shemayin, the other chalakim of the person will likewise go back to, Sh- go, go, go to a high darga. So we saw last time, he can never affect his neshama. The neshama is more connected to Hashem than it's connected to the person. And therefore what the Aver is going to do is it's going to disconnect the person from his neshama. The nefesh of the person is going to be detached from its source, from its cherish. Until now, there was a connection between the nefesh, ruch, and the shama. And if a person is chayav kares, he detaches himself from his shama. That's he brings from the zayar. It says, "V'nichosa nefesh ahim milpanai ani Hashem." The nefesh is supposed to be cut off from in front of me. What do you mean in front of me? The day shari alei ruchah. The ruach no longer attaches to the nefesh. And therefore, v'chad ruchah alei shari alei. When there's a detachment between the ruach and the nefesh, that's the shut puktal kamar dalele. Then the nefesh has no connection to what's This is the insight. People think a chorus means a person stops existing. He doesn't stop existing. He loses connection to the, the high halakhim himself. So he exists without the ability to to be connected to Sharish. We spoke about this once before. We spoke about the idea of a neshama or a nefesh, I should say already, which is consigned to kafakela. And that's basically the same idea. The neshama left. And since the ruach lost its connection to the neshama, it has no ability to go up. So it exists. It's here, but it's in limbo. It has nowhere to be. A very person does disconnect him from Hashem. If a person loses connection to Kedushas, then he sinks into a level of Tumor, a level we call Klippas, which means Chalakim of Tumor. And uh, the person is there, but he has, he's lost his connection to Kedushas. However, if that's the case, the Chayru can ask the question. If a person like Deza Veris can cause a detachment between his Ruach and his Neshama, so how does he have to re- replace that again? Ayla Khalami, Hashem originally creates a person. He creates him with the connection of all three. If a person has done a virus which causes him to disconnect, to detach himself, so now what can he do? How does he reattach himself to something which he's severed from? And it says, So that no one should be cast off eternity from Hashem. 
that's okay, disconnected to the extent we can't reconnect again. That not the entire nefesh gets detached. That doesn't get cut off. When talking about a person, we talk about different in spiritual terms, we talk about different halakhim of the person. Let's call them connected, just like we talk about different uh, ways Hashem acts, we talk about different spheres. If we talk about different halakhim of the person, we'll talk about different levels of the person as well. And now we say, what he says is a chiddush like this. Even a person who's a rasha, a person who's done wrong, can detach his nefesh from his ruach, or he can detach his ruach from his neshama, which means it's going to cause a, a, a period between different parts of the person himself, there's a certain stage which connects each of these levels. Right? There's a certain stage which connects the level of nefesh, the level of the ruch, the level of the ruch, the level of the shama. What's that middle stage which connects them? Let's look at an interesting thing. It sounds a little bit based on Kabbalah, but something which we can understand. And that is we talk about, let's say, the parts of a human body. We give them the name of various middles, of various spheres of Hashem. So, for example, we're talking about a person's ability to understand for a person's mind, we're talking about the middle of Chachma, Bina, Da'as, which are faculties of understanding, different things which apply in the mind. When we talk about the person's ability to act with his arms, we're talking about Chesed and Gvar. Just like a person can use his arms in one of two ways, we talk about the two arms as representing the middle of Chesed and Gvar. We talk about the main part of a person's body, where his heart is, where his, all the main organs of the body are. We talk about it's called Tiferis, which is the Tiferis Adam, that's the main part of the person. We talk about the two legs, we talk about what's called Netzachot. So the different parts of the body relate to different middles of Hashem. And now we have an interesting point. That each one represents an organ. The arm is an organ, the body is an organ, the leg is an organ, the brain is an organ, the all parts of the person. Then we have the highest of all the middles in any system. And the highest middle is called the Keser. The Keser, the Keser means a crown. Do we understand? If, wears, if a person wears a crown, the crown sits on top of him, it's above his head. Except there's an interesting thing. Because every other middle talks about parts of the body. Whereas if a person is wearing a crown, it's like an item of clothing. It's not part of the person, it's something above the person. Right? You can talk about a chalik of a person is his mind, a chalik of a person is his face, a chalik of a person is his arms, a chalik of a person is his body. You can say a chalik of a person is his crown. The crown is something ex- exterior. The crown is something which he wears, but it's not part of his body. So if we're going to look at different parts of the person's body to give them the names of the various middles, so the highest man, which is a castle, should be something in his body. Call it the skull if you want. Call it part of his, the top part of his mind. Whatever you want to call it. Why is it called the castle? Why is it called the crown? And the answer is like this. The answer is because, like we said, the castle isn't really a part of the person. Right? What is it? The castle is something above a person he puts on his head. In the context we're talking about now, the castle is something which comes from the higher part of the, the higher element, which way it connects to the lower part. So if the Ruach connects to the Nefesh, the, the, well, the lowest point of the Ruach, so to speak, which becomes the highest point of the Nefesh, is what we call the Kesar of the Nefesh. We call it the Malchus of the Ruach, we call it the Kesar of the Nefesh. Malchus and Kesar, the king and the crown, and that's in the same idea. Right? So the lowest point of one level, which is we call the Malchus, that turns into the Kesar of the next level. And therefore there's a reason why it's not a part of the person. It's not only a level of the Nefesh. 
That's the intermediate. That's what, what connects the, the the level of the Ruach, the level of the Nefesh. Same thing if you're talking about the Kesa, which is the highest point of the level of the Ruach. Again, it's not part of him, it's above him. It's the connection between the lowest point of the Neshama and the highest point of the Ruach. It's the middle stage which bridges them. Now, if you understand that point, that there's a middle stage, a bridge between two different points of the level of a person, then it's also a question. If a person, is high of chorus of his Nefesh, he's not a very specifically arise, the punishment of those chorus. So his nefesh is going to get detached from the, from his rach. Okay, so you understand that all the chalaf of nefesh get detached from the rach. What about the keser? The keser is somewhere in the middle. It's partially shaykh to the nefesh because it's the top point of the nefesh, but at the same time it's partially shaykh to the rach because it's the lowest point of the rach. So what's that? Like, right, we're talking about a middle link. So if you're going to detach the person, where's that link going to go? Are we going to detach it as his keser goes down to his body? And therefore, the kesser also gets detached from the ruach. Do you say no? The kesser is really part of the ruach too. And if that's the case, we're only going to detach him under the kesser, the parts which are only his body. Right? And I what I'm saying. Again, we have a middle stage. It connects the ruach and the nefesh. That's what we call the kesser. The kesser is above the head of, the, of that level, but it's attached to the lowest point, the level above, which attaches it, it like rests on the level here. Now, as long as everything's connected, there's one chain. Then it's very good. It's the link between two different levels that's so connected to both. But if we're going to now break that chain, we want the person to learn to learn a various and of chorus, and therefore the nefesh is to get detached from the ruach. Where's the middle link going to go? Is that going to go up or is it going to go down? There's also kind of chorus of ruach from the nesham. There's two kinds of chorus. There's v'nichafu and the fashos, like the Ramban says, which is a person's learn a various nicer. If that's the case, it's never discussed detached. Or we're going to come to the next point, which is the person is a very specific question hara. So there's a chorus of the ruach as well, and you have the same question there. The link between the ruach and the neshama, which we call the kesser of the ruach, does that does that stick with the neshama, which is higher up, or does that go down with the ruach, which is lower down? What's the difference between this and what we said about the, the ruach goes quicker with the one that if the person did mitzvahs, then when he dies, he's not going to feel pain because he's going to go with the neshama. So what's well, here we talk about punishment while the person's still alive. Normally, when a person's alive, he has all three. But at a certain level of punishment that a person can get, that Hashem detaches him from one or the other one. Even when he's still here. But 100%, obviously, correctly, that when a person dies, there's a, there's a period, there's a separation between these three levels, and where a person is more strongly connected to is where he's going to go. But even there, we can ask the same question. And that is the middle link, which way does it go? Does it go up? Does it go down? So, this is what the Nevshachim is trying to teach us here. And he says, the Chesed of Hashem. Is that when it, when he's going to break two levels, he consider, he uses he leaves the the connecting link with the with, with the higher one, and therefore if a person that's a is high of chorus of his nefesh, the kesser of the nefesh, which means the part which connects the nefesh to the ruach, stays with the ruach. That doesn't get cut off. Same thing if a person that is high of chorus of the ruach, the link which is the kesser of the ruach, the link which connects the ruach to the neshama, stays with the neshama. It doesn't get cut off. When Hashem detaches the, the nefesh or the ruach of the Russia, he detaches it lower down. He detaches it lower down. And why is this Russia for us? Because, just like we see in the physical world, also such a thing. And that is, if you have a little bit of a level left, you can regrow it. Right? Let's say a person for has liver cancer or something like that. So as long as there's something left of the liver, it will regrow. Right? There are other parts of the body else like that. If it's completely extracted and designed to start with, then it's nothing there. As long as the person is something, it can develop it, will, it will, you can develop it again. 
and therefore says Nefesh Chaim, as you cite here, even though a person is high of Kares, but since it's something which was still connected to that level beforehand, there's a Machim for Shiva. There's a Machim for Shiva. In other words, let's say a person learns under the various Paris and he gets Kares of his Nefesh. Or a various of Achil and Yinkipa, or a various of Chalmus and Pesach, which all Kares of the Nefesh. Right? So now all the Chalakim of the Nefesh are detached. If that's the case, there's nothing to do for them. It's like when you detach something from the source of life, it loses, it loses its connection to life. So how will this person ever get a nefesh again? Because there's something there which is looking at the nefesh. And that was the kasser. The highest point which connected the ruch to the nefesh stays with the ruch, so that's still got kayach, that's still got a life. And therefore, since there's, a, since there's that middle point which could used to connect the nefesh, it's shaykh to rebuild it, so to speak, to make a new nefesh from that. Okay, such a was going to work. Right, and therefore it's a chesed because that way a person doesn't lose the level forever because even if he's high of chorus, which is like complete ex- excision of that level, but the is the connecting point is there and you can use that to rebuild the level too. Yeah, Marcus is a And if a person gets Malchus, he's part of from chorus, it's not working because it's regarding, it's working because of Vaidish, it's a different kind of manner. Right. Until we spoke about pagami, which people can do with their nefesh, and that's a pagami person does with maisa. And we said they eat things which are to eat, they over and arise, which is a part of the a function of the body, or other avarice which involve dibur, so the chorus of the chorus of the nefesh, that's what the davera. Now we come into mistakes a person can say with his mouth, with his tongue, so to speak, which is part of the dibur. Other avarists which come from the sherish of speech, the skalkub is a bechinas aruch. Then those avarists are going to cause a person to lose his connection to the uh, the ruch is going to be detached. Right. Now he explains. Even though be'etzim we don't find as much the ruch is nichras like the nefesh nichras. He brings from a few sukim. In cause the avarists to tlim b'shalish bechinas aruch from a kalkulio pagmoi or magul omez dekayach aruch atzuma hachonitlan. So a person, it's not exactly a chorus, but it's the same idea that a person can recalculate, can, can destroy its connection to a different <coughs> Right? Now, so here's the scary thing. And that is, we always talk about a various of Dibur as being specifically Chomer. Now, Rishon, says always a lot of Chomer. But here we see a Chiddush. And that is that a various of Dibur, right, Be'etzim detaches more of a person than a various of If a various of just detached a person's nefesh, but his Ruch was looking at his Neshama, now we see a various Bidibur disconnects a person's Ruch from as well. So now he's lost more of himself, so to speak. Right. And if that's the case, it's not just a various Bidibur. This also applies to a various Bidibur, which is also like Kidvarish and Baza. And therefore there's a Hikaris to Karis, a double Karis. Right. If that's the case, And that's the case. If Aidea varies, a person detaches himself from that level of his Ruach, still we see the same chesed as before. And that is Mitzar Shabachina Ha'ayena, the highest part of the Ruach, which is the Kesar Shalai, the Kesar of the Ruach, that doesn't get detached. A person gets detached beneath that point, and therefore the high point, which is the Kesar, is Kashav Vidavaka Ayana Bachina Ha'tachtarin Shalashama. The highest point of the, of the Ruach is still attached to the lowest point of the Nashama. Why? Because Yach. In that case, Yochel's already talking. I did bchinas neshama. You're right. Shemem Hashavet Salev. Shemem bchinas neshama. If a person still can be mitaken, since it's still something which is connected of that level, so he might still shy to regrow, so to speak, to bring it back down again. But if a person loses a certain level, like Amri, 
whether it's the Bechina of the Nefesh or it's the Bechina of the Ruach, you would have no ability to reconnect to them. It's only because it's still a Chalik there, that Chalik can be developed, so to speak, to become a new level. Okay, that's what we saw. The first point, and that is this concept of Karis. Karis is detachment. And the second Nikodah is, this is Chashem. People think a person detaches and he doesn't exist. Right? And then if that's okay, it's okay. We don't see such a big Vainish because it's a, a, he's just not there. He doesn't exist anymore. And that's not true. Okay, so before. It doesn't mean that a person doesn't take this is detached. He's still there. He's just there being detached. So he, he's, he's no longer has the ability to connect, no longer has the ability to define himself like that. But the matter is he's still there to suffer from that, from that, from not having. Chazal, I'm trying to explain this point, which is a deep point to understand. And that is a person doesn't die. A person exists to be destroyed. It's such a concept. A person can exist not to have. Not to have life. Not, it's not that he's being killed. We talk about someone dying as he doesn't exist anymore. And I talk about an Oynesh, Hashem maintains him in order not to have. So listen to the Marshal Chazal gives you explain this point. Chazal said to Gemara in the end of the 23rd Barak of Shabbos, <coughs> I think. And the Gemara is like this. The Marshal is to a king that he told his subjects to be ready for a Siddha. Some of them thought, we don't know exactly when when to be ready, so we'll get ready ready now. So they went to wash and to have a haircut and to wear their best clothing, and they waited because whenever we wherever we call to come, we'll be here, we'll be ready. And there were those who decided, no, until the king gets the act together and they have to cook all the food and prepare the tables, so we've got lots of time. They went to work, they went to the fields, they started farming, digging in the ground, whatever is watering the plants. But what happened? Says the Gemara, Pisaim Suddenly, no one is expecting it. Okay, everything's ready. I've always said everyone come inside. You're invited to party. So the ones waiting outside, we're in the shop because, okay, we're well, good, we're ready, we're here, we're looking forward. Uh, but the mice, what about all the other guests who aren't available? No, sign with that. The king's waiting for you. Come running. So they come. But they come wearing their mud-stained clothing, their work boots, their overalls, whatever it is. So now the king says in Gemara, Samach likras pikchim, v'koas likras tipshim. Hashem was happy to see those people who were ready, who were prepared, and angry to see those people who had it. So what was the Oynish? And what was the reward? So the Gemara said like this, and it's an interesting thing. The Gemara said, the Melech said, Kulam was one in Masada, and not already to the, to the meal, right? So everyone take your passes around the table. These ones are going to eat, and these ones are not going to eat. Shalem ha'koyam ha'ashem. Yinei avda yechelu v'atem tiru'avu. Avda yechelu v'atem tiru'avu. It's not that the king said, don't come, I don't want to see you. No, no, I invite you to come, sit. Sit, but you're not going to get served food. You're going to be here to watch everyone else's and you won't get. And why is that the Oynish? Because it's not just that you don't have. It's that you, you're here not to get. It's a different dimension of Oynish. That's the same thing he's saying over here. It's a person gets Ruchmias, a person gets Chiyos, a person gets Yad through the train of his Neshama to his Ruch to his Gof, to his Nefesh, to his Gof. And as long as they're all connected, then a person will get. He'll get Kedusha, he'll get Hatzlachi, he'll get whatever she wants to give. If a person detaches Chaz Hashem, his Chayav Kores, it's not that he disappears, he's there, but, he, but he's there not to get. Being as there's no connection anymore between the different levels, so he's there not to get. That's part of the Oynish. Part of the Oynish, the Malvin explains this also in the Nitzir. If a person was Chayav Kores, it means he didn't exist. So what happens if a person is Chayav two times Kores? He's already, he's already consigned non-existent from the first time. So what does he say we're going to do it then? 
Then it's even having tov is the same thing. Karish doesn't mean a person doesn't exist. It means a person's there but doesn't get. Normally Hashem sends a person, but in order for a person to get from Hashem, he needs the chain. Yes, he needs the chain. The shaman is rough as good. Once the chain's broken, so the person can't get, but Lemaisa, he's still there. He's there not to get. It's like you have to invite someone to a soda, and while everyone else gets served, he doesn't get served. So what's, yeah. the, what's the difference between the first curse and the second curse? Oh, so the, big, the big difference between the first and the second curse is that a person's identity is really his ruch. And therefore, if a person's ruch is also depressed, so of course, it's much more he feels he himself is, is missing everything. <coughs> right. When a person's uh, nefesh is nefesh, there's a certain tzar that is missing a part of himself. When a person's ruch is nefesh, that's him. So, if, so him, his sense of that, his identity, his sense of self is, is nothing. Is this worse? Is, is that worse than Gehenna? Yes. So what do they, when these people die, do they go to Gehenna or not? No. As we spoke about last time, we call it Kafa Gehenna. It's a place for the, a Ruach which is detached. Gehenna is a punishment. Gehenna is a punishment for a specific thing a person did, and that's to purify him. I always explain Gehenna like this. Um, it's not exactly what I want to talk about right now, if you're on the topic. And that is, if a person wants to purify himself in this world, a person became Tommy. You always purify yourself. How? Have a mikvah. I'd rather a person is a Zav or a Nitzayra or a Magatami Sheretz or Magatami Masa, whatever it's going to be. Right? The tire is, is water. A person goes into water and he comes out of water, he comes out of Why exactly the process of going into water is the tire? Sorry, that's for a different time. But the idea is the agency of tire is water. And that's why, because in this world, a person's ability to retire himself is Bukhasa. And if the person decides he wants to try harder, a person decides he wants to do shiva, Hashem is willing to accept that. So the ability to reconnect, the ability to, re- to refocus and to make up for the mistakes the person's done, in this world is bechesed. It's very easy going to make right? But the, just like the tire is easy, the process is easy. Hashem makes shiva easy. And the reason is, is because a person's decision to do shiva now comes from a certain point of his, at least the recognition that he's wants to, he wants to do the right thing. Just like the Havdil, it's, it's not exactly the same thing, but it's a similar idea. And that is, if a person decides that he's done a virus, and he wants to serve him in this world. He wants to, he wants to wake up as a virus here. So even a minimal you serve him here is counted in Shemai. Now, that's in this world. Masha'enka, if a person waits until after he dies, now there's no chesed anymore. Because that wasn't a question of choosing to the right thing or not choosing. You have no choice. And if that's the case, nothing's bechesed, everything's within. The symbol of din is fire. And therefore, just like over the, here, we have a process of chiva through water, which means chiva through chesed, there's a process of chiva in shemayim also, chiva through fire. That's Gehenim. Gehenim is, a person can retire themselves, but it's going to be painful. It's going to be through a process of, of what we call the fire of Gehenim. It's the same idea as a mikvah here, but just like you imagine, being total in fire would be painful. That's the same concept we talk about Gehenim. And that's the positive sense. That in this world, mikveh Yisrael Hashem. The way to become Torah is easy. Here in this world, we can do it with chesed. Same thing. What's considered oinish in this world is minimal. What's considered oinish in Shemayim is terrible. How can we for the same of it? But it's the same you say. Because here, it's, it's together with the fact that a person wanted to do it himself. And therefore, since a person wanted to do it himself, so therefore Hashem accepts the roughness of the person together with the minimal amount of Yisrael. Whereas in Shemayim, it's not up to the person. It's going to happen to him. Baal Korachoy. So then there's no shortcuts. Then the Yisrael is going to be the whole Yisrael. That's Kehenim. 
That's the process of Gehinnim, and that's the, pure, the purification process of Gehinnim. So it's a is. someone who's disconnected, so there's no process of, it's not thinking he goes to Gehinnim. Gehinnim is a process which is an entire person. He has nowhere to go. He has nowhere to go because he's disconnected himself. So he's lost his shaykhs to, to, to Bruchnis. So like, like Hitler, he has no shaykhs to Bruchnis. So a person like that, like he said, he lives to not exist. And this is the example I gave before. There's a concept that other person doesn't exist, he lives to not exist. Which means that's an ongoing feeling of being destroyed. I'll give you an example, the Gemara gives this example. Let's think what the Gemara is saying for a second. The Gemara says that, Hello, the Titus Benagida. So, Gemara gives the And that is that they, they used to not, and not just used to, they can do it today also. They can bring up the nephesh of a person through a seance and talk to the nephesh of a dead person. It's also not be tired, don't do it. It's Isodaraisa. It's called Darish Lamaisim. But there are people who do it, especially in the Israeli army. It's extremely common for soldiers to be involved in seance. There were all kinds of reports of people that brought up. Now, the, and so it's a skill that people know to do as well today. They can talk to the nefesh of a person who died. So the Gemara says in Gitin, Hello, the Titus Benegida. They brought up Titus, one of the Sulevites of Megdash, in which we call him Caesar Titus. They brought him up through Negida, through this concept of speaking to the nefesh, and they asked him, My dinner, the Haguka What's the din that you're suffering in, the, in that world? What will happen to you? So I, I just didn't... Made me, in the Hall of Fame of Roshayim, he has a pretty good place. He was one who broke the best destroyed the best of English. So what's your punishment? This is what he said. He said every day that they gather wood, they burn me to ashes. They scatter the ashes all over the world. And then they regather the ashes the next day to make me again so they can burn me again. Now, the story of the Gemara happens maybe the Gemara's redaction of the story maybe 400 years after the Chorban so imagine the process of being burnt again every day what's it? it's not Gehenna it's something else it's, it's being destroyed it's living to be destroyed the whole time and every day he lives to get destroyed again that's the concept of not being not that Hashem destroys the person once and he isn't anymore no, you'll be recreated to be destroyed again Oh, on a daily basis. Similarly, the Gemara says that they brought up Bilam. They brought up Bilam. The same, the same thing. And they asked Bilam, what's your punishment? And Bilam's punishment, every day he's boiled. Also to extinction and re- recreated to be boiled again. White African boiled because uh, the Gemara says that that's a veil of a rice. It's considered right. It's considered like hot. And therefore the punishment for, for a rice is to be boiled in hot water. Okay, so that's what happened to Bilam. Again and again and again, every single day. That's not Gehenna. Gehenna doesn't last that long, and Gehenna is specifically an Oynish. It doesn't destroy the person. Here it's a concept of destroying something. But not one thought. It's on a constant basis. That's the Yisoyed of when a person lives to be destroyed. That's Kiyo, he lost his connection to Kiyo, so he exists without it, without that. He exists to be destroyed. That's the Oynish. That's the Oynish. Let's just finish the last paragraph. He's going to tell us a bit more about it. And he says, he says, I will begin this on the Shama. And if game is Kaloina, then the Shama won't be different. We said lots of times. The Shama is connected to Hashem. All a person can do is detach himself from the Shama. But the Shama can't get affected. 
connected to is a place of bad where anything can touch it. But which is even in his thoughts, affect himself, which means he'll detach himself from his neshama. can't get affected by a person. A person can just detach himself from the neshama. But the beginning. The chesed Hashem does is that even when he detaches a certain part of the person, the masses is the shorish left behind. It's the shorish left behind, the middle stage. The connection point is left behind because that gives the person the ability to recreate himself. In other words, to rebuild the level he lost, which is still connected, and he he wants uh, that the way to the job. This is going to be the first paragraph, the next paragraph. It's a positive Mishnah which is famously used in medicine, it's true, but it means something deep in that also. And that is if a person's body is sick, is sick, his spirits can carry the sickness. Which you see lots of times. If a person's sick, but he's, he's, he's strong, he knows he's going to fight, he's going to be successful, so that gives him the, the kayak, so to speak, to withstand sickness. But if a person's spirit is, is down, is crushed, me is saying, who can carry that? The Ruch can carry the Nefesh. What's going to happen when the Ruch gets? Something happens to the Ruch. If he's explaining it not physically, in medical terms, he's saying it's explained so before. And that is, if a person's a various, or the of his Nefesh, which is the most of the various, because those are the mates that a person does, that's the case. He can fix himself again. Why? Because the Ruch can mechalkel the nefesh. So even if the nefesh is ruined, even the nefesh has been dist- uh, detached, the person's ruach can rebuild that. If a person's affected his ruach, that's what's destroyed, that's what's ruined. Azmi is saying, Sekunah hu adayin nesham mashinikrik mi. Kedua bazaar, mi is kamachu nun. Mem and yod, for the intent of the nun, we also got nesham as being the 50th shower. And that is, the, if the Ruach is, if something happens to the Ruach, then it needs the Neshama to reconnect the Ruach, to fix the Ruach. So, that's what we're talking about today.